0: Welcome to History Made Up, live at the Damn Good Improv Festival in Louisville, Kentucky!
1: That was just magical and wonderful. It was. it was. Absolutely was. So yes, let's meet our improvisers. Brad McQuarrie. Yes. Stefan Gearhart. Yo, what up, peeps? Joey Eberling.
2: Present.
1: And Matt Schaub. chef. Sup, sup. chef super chef. Yeah. All right, All <laughs> All right, uh, so yeah, guys, I went down to the Muhammad Ali Center. Have you been down there? Have you checked it out? Yes, it's a wonderful. It's probably the coolest museum I've ever been to. Ooh, like that's the a high exhibits bar. and things, like the all the video screens and everything. It's great. Have you guys seen it? Have you guys been down there? No. Yeah, you guys you gotta should check go. it out. It's we great. Need,
3: we need to talk about though. We are in the city of Muhammad Ali, and your last name is Fraser.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's not smart. I know. Uh-huh. When I was growing up, it was always uh, down goes Frazier. Well, That's Fraser. all what? my stupid um. teachers and coaches would always make that same terrible joke. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Have you guys been down there?
3: Yes, it's awesome, dude. It's one of my favorite spots. Um, I've done a lot. I, well, I've gone by myself, but I've also t- I've taught some summer camps, and so we always tend to take them there. But yeah, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's great. I've parked there. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. All right, uh, yeah, so I met with Jeannie, and she told us a, she told me a wonderful story. So let's uh, stop dawdling, and let's just go right to the tape. All right, I am here with Jeannie Conkey from the Muhammad Ali Center. Hi Jeannie, how are you? Hi Will,
4: great. Welcome to Louisville. Thank
1: you. I love it so much. My dad's from Eastern Kentucky. I've been here many times. my first time at the center though and I love it. It's beautiful.
4: Thank you. Yeah,
1: you ready to tell us a story about the greatest?
4: I am. (laughs) I've got a couple stories for you tonight. So, yeah. What do you want to start with?
1: Uh, Let's start, you you talked about the metal. I want to hear about that.
4: So we're sitting here at the Ali Center in downtown Louisville on Museum Row, and um, we're overlooking the mighty Ohio River and the Second Street Bridge, which is where I'm sure a lot of the locals in the audience tonight would know the story of Muhammad Ali when he was then still Cassius Clay, and he came back from Rome with an Olympic gold medal in 1960. And he was very, very proud of this medal. He wore it everywhere he went. He was, you know, um, there was a big party for him when he came back home. and. Um, that's great. You hear about Olympians winning medals, and then they just like put in their
1: socks, we like, yeah, I want it. But right, to not, wear it to like lunch, that's hilarious. Not Muhammad. <laughs> yeah. And so,
4: you know, it's hard for young people, especially, to conceptualize now in our day and age um, that in 1960, it was still a very segregated country. Um, Louisville, you know, was in, included in that segregation. Um, So, Muhammad, an African American, wearing his medal, you know, all over town, um, went to a local cafe and he was not, he was refused service for a drink because of his color. With the medal on? Well, we don't know for sure if he was, he probably was wearing it. Um, I'm not sure, you know, but um, there's actually an exhibit inside the Ali Center which um, illustrates that, you know, happening. Yeah. Um, and there's a voice, you know, you walk into this cafe here, and it says, what are you doing in here? And, you know, we don't serve your kind. Well, that actually happened. And so, as the legend goes, uh, Muhammad went to the Second Street Bridge, took the metal off, and flung it into the Ohio River based on his feeling, you know, that here I win a medal for my country, my city, and yet nothing has changed. When I come back to Kentucky, back to the United States, I still cannot even get a drink in a cafe. You know, So um, I know you're going to ask me, um, did this really happen? Go ahead and ask me, did <laughs> it really happen? <laughs> did it really happen? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't know. I think Mohammed knew exactly what he was doing. Um, he wanted people to bring up the story again and again and debate whether he did it or not there are people some people in Louisville are absolutely convinced that he did it Um, some people are not it's been written about both ways that he did and he did not do that yeah but regardless the symbolism remains the same Absolutely, and it's a it's a great message for everyone, you know, and in our, you know, changing times, and you know, af- after having um, an African American president for eight years, you know, things have changed. We're we're not one hundred percent perfect yet, but we tell the story as legend. Yeah, yeah. because Muhammad's really the only one who knew if he did it or not. Exactly, and
1: what, and you got to think there's part of him that. Knew. I mean, if he did, he did it. But he, that so it makes it easy. If he didn't, even just the legend of it and the mystery of it would keep people talking about it and would keep bringing up the subject.
4: Yes. In so Muhammad way,
1: was he was a He knew what he was doing.
4: Muhammad was ahead of his time in a lot of areas. But he was a great PR guy, and I think <laughs> yeah. he knew that pe- that it would be talked about probably on the you know every Olympics, some reporter would write about it, yes. and he would you know still be in the public's eye again and again and again, um, and of course that's what that's what has happened. You know, I mean, I've had dozens of people, reporters ask me that you yeah. know quite frequently. Did he do it? Did he do it? Well. There's
1: got to be some weirdos that have gone looking for it, that have spent money and like, dove into the river looking for it. I guarantee there's been people like that.
4: Yeah, not even weirdos. I mean, I had during (laughs)
1: maybe I shouldn't
4: have framed it that way during the um, (laughs) opening, our grand opening in 2005. You know, leading up to that, I had a reporter call me, and say, "Hey, you know, we're practicing. Our Coast Guard is." You know, we're, uh, could we go? and We're thinking about going and diving down below the bridge to see if his medal's in the river. No. But we have heard, you know, from like Antique Roadshow and other programs that if, if this was ever found, if it was ever found, I mean, it just didn't disappear. It just, it's right. somewhere on this world, in yes. this world. Um, it would be probably the most sought after valuable piece of sports memorabilia ever.
1: For sure, without question. Uh-huh. And it could be in a bank box downtown in some bank, in a little, you know, or it could be miles down the river. He it could have could given it anywhere. to a girl. Yeah, ex-
4: <laughs> I mean, exactly.
1: It could, exactly.
4: Who knows?
1: I know, yeah. It
4: will show up one day. I, I am confident.
1: For sure it will yes i also think that and i hope that it's someone i hope it's just some kid fishing and stumbles upon it down a riverbank somewhere you know Well, okay
4: any, any of you guys in the audience tonight if you have it we just want you to know that we have an archives here and you can donate it to us of course if it was found in the bottom of the river it would be pretty rusty don't you think
1: gold gold doesn't rust oh it doesn't rust. right and it's heavy, so it maybe wouldn't float that far. Maybe, like, it could just be out there in the soot. Oh, wow. But it's been so many years now that, what, 58, 58 years now? That 60 yeah, was that's the, crazy. those Olympics?
4: 1960.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. All right, well, yeah. So if you find it, bring it right down here to the Papadali <laughs> Center and give it to Jeannie. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I
5: found it.
1: Huh? I found it. Found what? It. It? It. Oh. What's that noise?
5: Your pocket singing? Yeah, hold on. Let me answer my phone real quick. <laughs> hold up. Yeah, yeah. Found it. Well, all right. In the place that you find it?
1: Are you talking to me or on the phone?
5: I.
2: I'm still here.
5: I'm not even sure. At this Am point, I on
2: speaker? Or? Yeah. Oh. Oh, is that Winston? Yeah, that's Winston. Hello. Yeah, this is Winston. Hey, Tell Winston, him. how you doing? I'm good. Is Is that Ken? Yeah, it is. Hey, Ken, how are you? I'm
1: good. I'm real good. That's
2: good. How, how How's your brother?
1: Oh well, you know, he's just you oh. a puttering around. Still ain't got no hey, job. I
2: was, I was calling Kyle. Kyle are you still there?
1: Yeah, just uh
5: being a third wheel. You, you still gonna girl? help
2: me? You still gonna help me move next week? Oh You so moving? Nice. Where are you moving to? Uh, oh, me and Janine got a great place. It's it's a ranch style. It's a two bedroom, two bath. I am very happy That's with it. So the neighborhood nice. is great. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You'll have and, to have us
1: over for well, a house warrant. Of course. All
2: right. Anyway, Kyle you wanna help me? You just you're the only guy I know with a truck, so
5: <sighs> I tell you what, since I helped you find it, the house that is, I guess I can help you move into it.
2: Oh, Okay, I mean, I just asking a favor. I don't have to, you don't have to justify it. I mean,
1: Winston, can I just tell you something real quick?
2: I mean, yeah, I'm on speaker.
5: <laughs> Hold on, I'm just gonna, am s- just gonna sit, I'm just gonna sit this phone down real quick. I'm just gonna run the bathroom.
2: Uh, okay. okay. I, I guess, just, yeah. I just,
1: you need to know something. Yeah. He's taking all the credit for finding your house. What? Yeah.
2: I went through hmm? like 17 of these realtor magazines. Like, you know how hard it is to find a home in there?
1: I know. You don't have to tell me. I know.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's 17 pages of, like, you you see it, and you're like, oh, that's a a nice uh, colonial, and then you show up, and it is not. It is not a colonial. Rarely is it. It's never a ranch. It's just one of those cookie cutters from the 60s. It's like, oh, we built a little pillbox and put a picket fence in front of it. How about you pay 700 grand for it? No, thank you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, Kyle, you back. I'm back.
1: He's Woo. back.
5: I was just telling the lady over by the bathroom about that house I found you, man. That's she was a super Kyle, impressed.
2: I swear to Pete. What? I, I thought I was helping you. Yeah, you're helping me move? You didn't do a goddamn thing when it came time to look for the house.
5: i handed hand you the damn magazine. Yeah, did you read it? That
1: don't count. That yeah, don't, count don't count as exactly finding it. That don't count you. as finding it's same. it. same. I found thank the magazine.
5: You. you found the house in the magazine. So by proxy, I found you your damn house.
2: Well, by proxy, I don't want to be your friend no more.
5: I don't even want to help you move, but I am because I feel like I owe it to you after the hamster incident.
2: Why you got, got to bring that up on speaker? I'm
1: sorry. Whoa. I'm sorry. Whoa. That was you? No comment. Hey, um, hey uh. Winston. Winston, we got some, we got some great news. Uh. It's all right. You can speak up. You can speak up. Yeah! I know. You don't have to rest your voice today, big guy. Nope! I am the best voiceover agent this town has ever seen. Yup! I got you a job down at the Muhammad Ali Center. Shut up. No, it's for real, for real. No, uh,
0: shut up.
1: I know, I know. The only, uh, the only trick is, well, you got to say a bunch of racist stuff. What? It's for this special exhibit that they have.
0: Uh, you walk in and I'm they start white? yelling racist stuff at you and it's is supposed this, to make you feel bad. Is I'm white?
1: Well, I mean, that's definitely part of it. Yeah, I definitely was able to sell...
0: I didn't didn't ask to be white!
1: None of us do, buddy. None of us do. I'm
0: sick of everybody thinking I can automatically do racial stuff!
1: I know. I know. It's not because you're white. I sold them on it because of your voice. Oh, yeah, the yeah.
3: voice, the one where I'm like, oh, hi there. What's happening? Oh, look at you. You're different than I am. That, yep. That, that yep. one?
1: They, exactly.
0: Oh, I was hoping to save that for like a puppetry type thing.
1: I mean, you can do it for both. Okay. I mean, I guess if it's for Mohammed, I can do it. Yeah. All right. I'm sure they won't be too picky about the pronunciation down there. Well, it gets me hungry.
0: What's that? It gets me hungry. My ham and cheese.
1: Oh, yeah, they're definitely not going to like that down there. Or
0: maybe they're going to love it. I know. Maybe this is the stuff they need from you. Well, maybe
3: if I do it in the voice, it makes more sense. Oh, my God. You with Mohammed. Oh. Somehow
1: it does make more sense that way. Oh, my
3: God. Ew. Mohammed Ali just throwing stuff away in the Ohio. It's mighty.
1: What? (laughs) See... That's why you're the best. This why you're the best. Yeah, you're thanks. making my job real easy. Shut up. No, it is. It's you're very talented.
0: Thank you. I I, I would like to thank uh, my dad for making me, I guess, white. Um,
1: I guess my this mom. isn't like an accepted speech. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, oh, I'm sorry. I get confused when the lights are on.
1: It's 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 okay. It's all right.
3: <laughs> I guess I should just constantly just use the voice. Oh my god. Thank you. Um, oh, my God, you're the best agent. Oh, oh, look at you, stealing everything like soap and everything. You're just awesome. You got
1: me blushing over here. Oh, I can't help using it. Using the voice the way, like that. Why oh. your
3: glasses just sit on your face make you look like you can see twice as much of the love I hate for you.
1: <laughs> Never did I ever. I mean, come on.
3: I mean, I think you should give me a raise.
1: I'm, you know what? I'm not even going to take my 10%.
3: Uh, uh, you well, go down there shut up <laughs> for real <laughs> yes well the power of well the voice. I
1: don't, don't oh don't sorry say. the
3: power of the voice yeah <laughs> welcome to parkville hi, um, hi i'm uh, blitzen uh hey
1: i'm comment i am a donder lots of people say donner but that is not right. It's so
6: informative. It is uh,
1: Donder. I'm having,
2: I'm having fun learning.
1: I'm
5: a, I'm Rudolph. That's about it. I got allergies. I'm a little bit different than everybody else, so they make
1: fun of me and then they try I don't, to make I me don't fun like of that one. <laughs> no one does.
3: Hi, I'm Dasher and Dancer. Um, uh, full transparency here. I was actually the, just the, it's just one reindeer. It's just some people said Dasher, some people said Dancer. So we just went ahead and just assumed that I was both. Um, I'm not going to tell you which one I actually am, um, but I am both Dasher and Dancer.
6: It's, it, excuse me, M- mystery reindeer. Yes, um, we were we were informed that this would be a STEM credit, so we do need some sort of science and technology uh, informed here today on this. Field trip. Okay.
3: Um, yes, so I'm Dasher. And I'm um, Dancer. Dancer fulfills your P.E. credit. Uh, yeah, this is really fun. <laughs> and, uh, and Dasher, you, you can put a little bit of Dashing stuff and stuff like you're cooking for home act.
0: Blitzen counts too. Don't forget Blitzen. Blitzen oh. counts as P.E. credits.
2: I just peed a little in my pants. Is that a normal? <laughs> That's normal. That's normal when someone talks about Blitzen. How come oh, nobody wants to, to know
0: about Prancer.
5: Really? Yeah, I'm Prancer. Um, I was never really good at dancing, so they named me Prancer to make fun of me. Because you got fancy pants. Shut up, Dasher Dancer. Nobody even knows you. <laughs> I know him. So, like, gravity and stuff, kids, that's what we do, at gravity.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's science.
5: That's right,
1: kids. That's right. Glad you're learning. Hi, I'm, uh, I'm Santa
6: Claus. Oh, here we go, children. Um,
2: oh, geez. I'm so excited.
6: You guys have made it on... The
2: main event.
5: Tonight is Harvest Night.
6: What? All right, children, sing the song for
2: Harvest Night.
6: Oh, here we are on Harvest Night When
2: the moon is big and bright When the wheat comes from the ground
5: And we and- slaughter the reindeers around. Yeah, you know it. Yeah, that's you, I know
2: it. I know it.
5: I know it. Reindeer steaks for everybody. Let me go grab it.
3: I just want to say, um, as being Dash Aaron's dancer, um, being twofold all in one, um, I'm, I'm against Harvest Night. I just want to say that, you know.
1: Yeah, we're all against Harvest Night, okay?
3: Well, I just think Not that it this needs. Guy over here. Not you know me. what? Yeah. Not me. Wow. You, you sure you have a lot of hair on your arms there, little man. I
2: got it. I got
3: a hormonal problem. <laughs> That's interesting, because so do I.
1: <laughs> so do all of us. It's why we can fly. Yeah. Yeah.
6: All right, children. I hope this has been real educational for all of you. Oh, uh, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Cut to the elementary school. Um, Mr. Barrett, go, yes. go, go, ahead and, uh, go ahead and have a seat. Okay. We've had some reports from the parents that you're taking the kids to some unauthorized field trips.
6: Yeah, we took them to the ring.
1: Yeah, that's not, um, you know that place has been off limits for many years. Oh,
6: yeah, I know the couches are filthy.
1: Yeah, that's not, uh, it's not okay for you to take Well, if you
6: keep cutting our budgets, there's nothing we can do about it.
1: Except for you to kidnap the children and sneak them off in the middle of the night. That's not okay.
6: You're practically twisting my arm and forcing chloroform in their mouths.
1: I'm made very uncomfortable by your specifics.
6: Uh, It's a phrase. It's something we say here in Louisville. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. Is it? Yeah, it's a thing. Like uh, derby horses are running down the track. You're just like, oh, here they go. Hope not one of them gets chloroformed. It's a thing.
1: I guess when you say it like that, it does make sense. That checks out. So just how about no more unauthorized field trips okay okay and I won't have to I'll comb my hair tie your hands behind your back and chloroform your face
6: right yeah you're you're doing it
1: welcome to the city
0: so I cut shank steaks for a living uh that's what I do uh yeah I am also an alcoholic um I'm not comfortable sharing my name though most people call me butch Hi, Butch. I think it has to do with me cutting shank steaks. Uh, But yeah, I'm a heavy drinker, have been for about 40 40 days and counting. I feel like I'm Noah here, okay? Except for, I wish my ark was filled with bourbon and women.
6: You're with like-minded people, bitch. Yeah, this is a safe space. This is a safe space. Oh
0: yeah, I am feeling you 100% there, Butch. Thank you, uh... Yeah, I know I'm only I've only been here essentially a fortnight. You're already family over uh, here, buddy. I, you know I came here for the donuts and the coffee, but I've stayed for the family. <laughs> uh, shake, shake for everybody at the next meeting. Oh, you're too much. You're too much.
1: You're tearing up, Terry. Calm down, please. Pull yourself together, Come on, Terry. I'm Think with you, Terry. You cry in public too much.
5: Your story is just so inspiring, and I just really wanted to let you know that you've been the greatest influence of my entire life, and if it wasn't for you, I would never have gotten good as a shake steaks, and I would not have named my third daughter Butcher.
6: You. I, I
0: I really have no idea what you just said, but I'm
5: it super, breaks
1: my
0: heart. It breaks my heart. i tell you what, my heart's pounding three times faster than, than eating shakesteaks every day for, for 48 <sighs> years.
6: Go on.
0: You know, not only have I eaten 48 shake sticks, but I totally took a shaker and shook bourbon with the remains so that I, if I was full, I would have something to wash it down with.
1: You're like some crazy genius. Uh, well, you
0: yeah. are just a Bill Nye the Science guy, yeah, my, my parents, My parents lived in the Depression area, you know. <laughs> I know uh, that area well. That's yeah. a dangerous area. We're yeah. right in the Ohio River Valley. I know. Yeah, We're it's in called. A big bowl. It's called Valley Village. Yeah. I don't know if you've been down there, but Christ Almighty, it's a of one. Hey, no, one. come on. All right, watch the language. Sorry, Jesusy Pusy. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> it. Appreciate it, bud. No pork butt. There, that's for sure, but I tell you what, tell me something I don't know. Being in the depression area down there and you don't get a, a whole lot of work,
1: <laughs> I
0: had to turn to drinking, which is surprisingly more expensive than shake steak. I believe it, I believe it. that's tough. You're doing great, though. You're doing great. That We're all proud of you. Oh, here he goes again. And I want to say that you've been a great influence
5: to the science and the community. And if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have yep. any more elementary schools. And then I really appreciate you walking my dog on Thursdays no. to bring extra money into the community. And I really appreciate that you killed my dog because I didn't like the dog anyway. So you killing true, my dog true. Really made things a lot easier and made me save money. And I would invite you to my house for a Sunday dinner. And maybe one day we, you and I could be really, really good friends. And then we could have a family and
0: get married and be partners. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, sorry about the dog. I uh, thought it was a cow. It was a fucking fat
1: dog. Hey, our captain, I, uh, I done what you're asked, and I tossed the treasure right into the sea.
0: That's- yeah, we threw that shit! <laughs> they, no, that's, that's good. That's real good. Right into the sea. Now, that shit! Now batter me some delicious catfish to serve to the family members of my establishment. I caught three of them!
1: <laughs> we caught three of them while we were out there. Aye, we did With yes. my bare
0: hands! <laughs> that's right. No one will ever seize the day that Captain D's didn't bring a family meal at a reasonable price. <laughs> I sure do love them crunchy bits! Crunchy bits!
1: I, Captain, I'm sorry, but I've brought me Hype Man with me.
0: Yeah, I'm hype! It's all right, we always need a good Hype Man, for Captain D's can never lack enough hype. Yeah.
5: Uh, Captain D, I just want to say that if it wasn't for you, I would have never gotten on this ship, and I would have never discovered fish and the incredible protein in your cabin, and I really appreciate it when you took me to that island, and we found coconuts together, and then you found treasure, and then you stabbed that guy That's all you find the treasure. I really appreciate your leadership.
0: And that's why you wanna Clean Your plate Award, you good little boy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, he's thankful. <laughs> yeah, you're hype, my hype man now, not the not berries.
2: Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry to interject, you guys. I'm sorry. I've just been on this boat for like three months. All I want, all I want is an order of crispy fries and maybe some multi Just something. I'm so hungry. Yeah, he's hungry. Thanks, man. Would you have a coupon? (laughs) Oh, no, I don't. That's a shame.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much, everybody.
1: Thank you, Louisville. I love you. Hello, everybody. Will Frazier here from History Made Up. Uh, we have some exciting news about the podcast. Uh, we have an official Patreon page now. It is patreon.com slash history made up. You can go there. You can donate to the show. The show will always be free. You will never have to pay for the show. This is just a uh, donation so you can sort of help become part of the show. You help, help raise money so I can keep traveling and keep visiting these new places and meeting these new great improvisers and bringing the content to you. We have a special gift for one-time donors of $100. You donate $100 one time, you're going to get to tell the story on the podcast. I'll find the improvisers, we'll do the show off it, but you get to tell the story. Uh, So thanks so much for listening and support it. Patreon.com slash history made up.